2023 schedule is out. Which games are you going to on the road? Which ones are you most excited about? We'll talk about it here in just a second on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? I'm Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We're at your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. Also, please subscribe for free on the YouTube page at Locked On Jaguars. Hit the like button and that bell button also so you can get your notifications. And wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you tap in every single day to ensure that you do not miss an episode. What's going on, y'all? Got a few things we're going to go through here today. I'm going to get to them. We're going to be fast and furious on a Friday. Did I just say three things that begin with F? Yes, I did. I can't do it too many times in a row, though, but you all get the picture. By the way, hello to all of our new listeners and watchers on YouTube. Glad to have you along with us. I've covered this team now for a little bit more than 13, a little bit less than 14 years, but we're going to round it in there uh, in, a, in a lot of various ways. So I try to give you my little unique perspective on all things Jacksonville Jaguars. And of course, what up to my everydayers? Shout out to you. I appreciate all of y'all hitting me up on social media as well as in the comment section here on YouTube. Um, I really, really enjoy seeing you guys. I'm looking forward to making some announcements um, this summer also of how we can further our engagement, even a little one-on-one -on -one action. We'll be able to get to that. But right now we're gonna talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars and the schedule release we'll go through it we'll go through games that we think are exciting games that we may travel to there's one in mind right now and i'll let you know as i mentioned it yesterday who uh, where i think i might be going uh and it's also near a, it's around the time of a holiday i don't really participate with that much so it'll make it a lot easier also talk a little bit about rookie mini camp and what do what do we expect to see this weekend on popping out there sunday to go and take a look at all of the young guys. So we will, I'm going to give you a hint. We're going to be excited about a bunch of people that ain't going to look so confident when them big dogs show up this summer. So we'll go through all of that and we'll talk about um, just that transition. The guys that I've talked to, the transition they've had from going to college to pro. But right now it's all about the Jaguars schedule. Had a debate with a number of people over a number of years. One uh, guy I really, really respect, uh, he covers for Big Cat Country, Alfie Crow. Alfie and I used to go back and forth. Alfie used to say, I don't care who, I'm there to watch the Jags. I don't care who they play. And I I disagree with him, but I almost wish that I had that level of fandom. Like, I didn't need all of the other things surrounding the game and the atmosphere and um, the opponents, fans, and the back and forth and all of those things that I typically would enjoy. I've learned to feel more like my man Alfie now because I sit in a press box all the time, as opposed to being in the stands, actually witnessing the shenanigans. There's never any shenanigans in uh, the press box. It's, it's relatively quiet other than a joke here or a joke there or guys just sharing information. 
but it, you know it's always exciting and i'm sure it taught me that fans quote unquote fan a different way right not everybody does or feels the same way about everything but i'm, I'm really really truly excited about the jaguar schedule as a whole mainly i'm i'm also excited about the home schedule uh because of the we we, we knew who they were going to play at home and who they were going to play in a row we just didn't know the order so it kind of gives you a little bit of idea of how to make plans what's going to be going on during the season one good thing is three nationally televised games at least one of them is for sure in week seven against the saints the other two are late in the year where they would be affected one way or the other whether the jaguars aren't any good maybe somebody had an injury or vice versa with the opponents that's the flex schedule i, I don't anticipate the jaguars being flexed because trevor lawrence has a lot of cachet and whoever they're playing against on those games i think it's the ravens and, I, and i'll take a deeper look at it real quick as we go through it but whoever they're playing on those late games i think it's the Bengals. the Bengals on monday night football in december it's joe burrow is the jaguars somebody's going to be playing for something if not both teams i anticipate that both of those teams would be in a pretty good spot and then just two weeks later on Sunday night football, the Baltimore Ravens come to our beautiful city. The other game that is a national game that won't be flexed, obviously, is a Thursday night game in New Orleans. Now, this comes basically right after – I'm thinking it comes right after um, some games in London. These games aren't on the schedule that I'm looking at. I'm looking at the actual schedule, the stateside schedule. So, yeah. I believe on September 31st and then on the 8th, the Jaguars play both games in London. And uh, I'm going to go to another schedule real quick because this one isn't giving me all the information I'm going to need to really go through these games. But New Orleans, I'm going to tell you, you know, if you didn't see the show yesterday, I'm not going to make any ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, because I was looking at the one of the ticket agencies and they don't have any tickets to sell. So I'll go to the actual Jaguars official site and get that pulled up real quick so we can go through it i know you all know what it is by now but i'm gonna still walk through this with you because at some point in this show i'm gonna tell you whether i'm gonna say whether i think the jaguars are gonna win the game or not now whether i think they're gonna win or lose has a lot to do with how i how better i think they are than other teams or how how i think they're you know how i feel about both teams another part of it is going to be the NFL has these quirky little situationships and I call it that I could have just said situation, but like they're formula games, like, like when Kansas city went and, and went into overtime with Houston, it's a formula game, right? It's like you, you go in there thinking you're going to win. And all of a sudden I remember the year Denver won the super bowl. And I know this because I had a parlay. I had a, usually i don't get greedy but i had a 17 parlay well the first game i put cleveland was awful this one they was going through that stretch the first game i put i put denver was going to beat cleveland and this point the point spread was six points i said they're going to beat them what are you what are you talking about they're going to beat them they ain't no way they're going to lose to them they went in overtime i think it was 10 to 10 or 13 to 10 or 13 to 13 and they went in overtime so then the funny part is the first game I chose was the team that eventually won the Super Bowl championship versus the worst team in the league. And then I chose six other games. I wasn't worried about that game. I hit the other six. And they were all one o'clock games. That one went in overtime. And once they went in overtime, I knew I wasn't going to win because the point spread was six 
or maybe been six and a half. And I said, if they can kick a field goal, they're going to win. And if they score a touchdown, they're going to just walk off. They're not kicking that extra point. So they kicked the field goal. I think they won 16 to 13, but I'll never, ever, ever forget that game because it was one of those games that kind of tells you that the NFL is a place where anybody could get beat at any given time, any given week. So we still will go through them. I'll go through every single game on the schedule, and then I'll talk a little bit about minicamp and what to expect this weekend at minicamp. I'll do that in just a second as we continue with more Locked On Jaguars, the Locked On Jaguars podcast here every single day. Thank you for making us your first listen. And now I get to tell you about our sponsors for today's show, and that is Built.com, Built Bar, Built Puffs. The entire thing, man. Just It's just built. That's what it is, right? So you got to try it. If you're looking, uh, if you're like me and you want a snack that's healthier, that doesn't make your belly get bigger, right? While you're trying to lose weight, I've lost 30 pounds and Built Bar has been my go-to snack because it gives me a chance to eat something that tastes really good with great texture and it's covered with 100% real chocolate. The macros are great. We're talking about no more than 130 calories, 17 powerful grams of protein, and just around four grams of sugar. So it helps me with my diabetes as well, and it keeps me losing weight. I've been telling y'all to go to built.com, but now you can still do that. Go to built.com for any new information and specialty bars they have coming out, especially around the holidays. But for the consistent built that you want to get every single day, you can go to your local Walmart and go back by the uh, where you get your medicine in the pharmacy. And back there, they have a four-bar box. And if you're in Sam's, they have a 13-bar box. So your neighborhood Walmart or your local Sam's Club is where you need to go. Make sure you head to the nearest Walmart or Sam's or if you want to, either or, and go to built.com and see all of the good deliciousness that they have coming forward. All right, running it down here. Locked on Jaguars. Talking about the schedule. Love the schedule. First of all, we thank you again for joining us, new listeners. We thank you to our everydayers, and we thank all of you collectively for making us your first listen because it's your team every day. The Jaguars are your team every day of the week, seven days a week, every week of the month and every month of the year. The schedule is out, so let's go ahead and go through it. Week one, September 10th at Indy. That is a game that I might go to because I might go to the opener and um, get get credentialed on the road in Indy, go up and see the opener at Lucas Oil Stadium. I love opening games. So um, while it's easy to be cooking chicken wings on your lanai, I, I think I might go to this game. We'll see how, how it all works out. But I think it's a winnable game. The coach coming off a of 4-12 season. But I'd be real careful because they're only two years away from actually being a very, very dangerous team that we kept from going to the playoffs. And Indy is always one of those teams the Jaguars seem to split with, and uh, it's possible that that could happen again. So you got to be very, very careful. Opening week, new coach, new staff, rookie quarterback, I think they'll be all right. Week two is the home opener. Kansas City comes to town. Yes, sir. A repeat of the divisional championship uh, divisional round of the playoffs. The Jags finally get the Chiefs at home. Can we let this heat suffocate them a little bit? We're going to split that one. We're going to go one and one at this point, two weeks in. I know y'all are saying, come on, we. I think it'll be a very, very close game. Week three 
against Houston. Houston, it's right here at home. They beat the Jaguars at home. I think they'll be an improved team, but I don't think they'll be improved enough to beat the Jaguars. We're going to two and one. Week four, the Falcons come to town. Same thing. The Jaguars beat the Falcons two uh, last year. I think they're going to do it again. They'll end up three and one after week four. Buffalo comes rolling up in to Jacksonville. Oh, no, is this a home game? No, no, that's in, that's in, I'm sorry, my apologies. The Atlanta game and the Buffalo game are both in London. I think they win them both. I think they win Atlanta because they're better. And I think they beat Buffalo because they're going to hang out and they're going to play a second week over there. I think they're going to beat Buffalo. Then they come back and they roll up to Indianapolis in week six. So I was wrong about my time frame here. They roll up in Indianapolis on week six. And they play the Colts. No, that game is here. My bad. I'm looking at this the wrong way. That game is here. I think they beat them again. I think they sweep the Colts. So at this point, after week six, they're five and one. I know ain't nobody mad at me for saying that. But the Jaguars at this point are five and one after six games. Week seven, they go to New Orleans for a Thursday night game. I'm going to go. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to go eat me some oysters at Drago's, some of those charred oysters. I'm going to hang out with Ross Jackson. I hope he doesn't take me down to Cali and all of that stuff. I ain't trying to go see, you know, the hood. But um, I'm going to say formula game. I'm say it's a formula game. All of that traveling, quick turnaround after a Sunday game, just play four days later. I'm going to run that game to the Saints, and I'm going to say the Jaguars will be 6-2 just before the over the halfway point that would be five and two my bad bad math five and two after seven weeks week eight they go to pittsburgh i thought about going to this game because the only reason i wouldn't go is that it's close to a holiday but it's it's holiday i don't really celebrate halloween so i may go to this one too if my wife lets me go to two games in a row i think the jaguars after the have having a week and three days off a 10-day break. It's going to be much needed. I think they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. So at week eight, the team is now six and two. They're going into a bye week. That bye week's going to do them good because when they come off that bye week, they host the San Francisco 49ers. I think this will be one of the, obviously one of the toughest games. Shanahan likes to scheme people up. The last couple of times the Jaguars played the 49ers, it did not go very well. Uh, they have Doug Peterson now. I think the Jaguars win this game in week 10 and go to eight and two week 11, the Titans at TIA bank field, the Jaguars win week 11 as well. Week 12 Houston. They're going to Houston to visit. I think they win that. I think after 12 weeks, your football team is 10 and two. Now I know some people saying wig rose colored glasses, dog. How can you have them all of that? After 12 weeks, 10 and 2, man, rose color. No, I'm giving you my honest opinion. I think they're going to be that good this year. So 10 and 2 for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll go through the rest of the schedule. We'll get the last five games. I'll tell you where I think that makes them end up in terms of having a bye. Uh, I think you already know. I think they're going to win the division. And then we'll go over a little bit of stuff from Rookie Minicamp. We'll do it in just a second here on Lockdown Jaguars. All right. Third and final segment here of Locked On Jaguars talking about the schedule release and going through these games. And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a disclaimer coming from me. I hate 
running through schedules and saying how many games teams are going to win and lose because I think that it's it's more nuanced than that, and there's just so much that can happen. They have to have a good training camp. They have to stay healthy. Other teams got better. Teams are going to do things differently. No two years are the same. Every year you see playoff teams for one year. You see about half of them don't make it the next. So there's a lot of stuff. So I'm doing this just for fans and, and interaction and content. So hit me up on social. Make sure you put everything in the uh, comment section below here on YouTube. I'm, I'm giving it my best shot. So let's continue with that and get to week 13. Week 13, December. Hopefully the game isn't flexed out. It's Monday night. First Monday night game in like forever, right? Joe Burrow and the Bengals walk up in here and play the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to give the Jags an advantage here because I don't trust the Bengals secondary because they got rid of so many people and they'll be so young in that area. Although I expect another barn burner between these two teams. How about this? They beat us on a walk-off field goal a couple of years ago. We're going to beat them on a walk-off field goal this time and the Jags go to 11 and two here's your formula game December 10th the Jags go to Cleveland I'm gonna lay this one down and say the Jags lose this game because Cleveland's got some pop man we gotta see what they're gonna be like with Deshaun Watson finally getting I gotta use the right term getting back in the groove of things but they got a lot of good players man Nick Chubb is in the top five at his position Miles Garrett is in the top five at his position I love uh, Zell, the Denzel, the corner. I love, they got a lot of nice pieces. Got a good offensive line, some pretty good players all through their defense. I'll just lay this one down and say um, Cleveland wins this game and that makes the Jacksonville Jaguars 11 and three. All right. 11 and three. Three games of four games left. Baltimore, another game, home game. Sunday night for everything. Battle. Going for it. Oh, this was close. The Jags aren't going to lose another game on national TV. I'm going to say they win the game and the Jaguars. Um, let's see. They go to 12 and 3. 12 and 3. Jaguars are 12 and 3 after the Baltimore game. Week 16, Denver, no, Tampa Bay, they're at Tampa. I think they're going to win that game. I think you can't beat the Jaguars. You don't have good quarterback play. That's 13 and 3. Or 12 and 3, I'm sorry. 15, yeah, 16. Y'all got to forgive me, man. It's late. Uh week 17, Carolina Panthers. I think this is going to be a tough tough game, but I think the Jaguars will win it and end up 13 and 3. Finally, Last game, Nashville. I think the Jaguars clinched the division. I think they're still battling for a first-round bye. With the Chiefs. Oh, I'm not going to lose to the Titans. I'm going to say the Jaguars are going to beat them because the Jaguars will just have them out, man. I'm going to go 14-3. and three. I'm going to go 14-3. and three. They're tied with the same record. Kansas City gets the bye because Kansas City beat them head-to-head. How about that? 14 and three. Great season. Uh, similar to the season ball, uh, Buffalo and, and, and Cincinnati had last year um, without the game that obviously had to be forfeited. So there you go. 14 and three Jaguars. That's what I'm going with. A lot of people are going with 12. I get it. 
I'm seeing a lot of people say 12 and five and all of this stuff. I get it. I'm going 14 and three, man. I'm going, I'm going the hard way for y'all. Now this could change as we see things in the preseason or how the team develops and whether the defense has improved or not, it can change right now. They're going through rookie uh, minicamp. And from the interviews I've seen guys are running around. They look good. They're in shorts. Uh, Anton Harrison looks the part. All of them look the part. They got some fast guys in who they invited to rookie minicamp. Um, outside of the draft picks, I think it's going to be very, very hard at this stage with this team, one of the youngest teams in the league. I think it's going to be very, very hard for an undrafted guy to make this squad. If there's room for an undrafted guy to make this squad, I would say that room comes at probably tight end as fifth wide receiver. I don't think it's going to come with running back. Maybe an offensive lineman, if they come in here and impress enough, that's the only place I can really see someone who's a rookie undrafted player making the, the ball club. But the interesting thing is you get to see these guys when they're, they're a little bit green, right? They're veteran college players who, who, who probably looked like somebody's uncle to a freshman in college. Well, now they come in here and you're going to notice the difference. If you notice anything about these guys, I want you to look at their bodies because college guys lift weights way more than professional guys do, right? I want you to look at their bodies. And how when the veterans come in, the veterans are going to have a couple of love handles and have a little bit of fat on them. But how much bigger those veterans are, the guys who have had a chance to put a little bit of fat and some adult beverage on top of those muscles. And then I want you to watch how when the veterans join, the thing that they, all of these guys are going to have to get used to is the speed of the game and then the little veteran tricks, the little tricks of the trade, how the veterans can not look like they're playing hard, but actually playing hard especially in the trenches that's the thing i want everyone to watch out for if you get a little glimpse of guys on tape make sure you always just keep your mind settled on the fact that i gotta see them against the the guys who've been pros for a while that's going to tell you an awful lot about them uh james robinson at this point about three or four years ago blew up everything with with the with the rookie camps a lot of that stuff we didn't see because of the COVID restrictions which were eased up a little bit by the time actual training camp started, but he did enough to really, really impress people enough that they released Leonard Fournette before training camp started and a running back who was a veteran at that time, Chris Thompson actually came out and said, James Robinson had the best vision. So I wonder how the hell he know that. And this is the first day they've ever been together in pads with all of them. Well, because of these little mini camps and OTAs, they get a chance to really, really see what a guy knows and how his instincts work. And, uh, it translated when he got with 11 on 11 and in pads and in the regular season, well, the preseason and in the regular season. So uh, good, get a good look at everybody. I've been doing a little, this a little bit too long to get really, really excited about guys in shorts, but it's just good to finally see guys with Jaguar jerseys on running around in the stadium. I'm going to go out Sunday and check it out and we'll have a full report for you on Monday. So make sure you looking ahead, you uh, make us your first listen. But make sure you understand what we're going to talk. We're going to talk about anything and everything that happened over a weekend. And then the prospect of the Jaguars going back out into free agency and signing a veteran. We'll do all of that the next time I see you and you see me. But until then, take care of each other. And thank you for joining me again on Locked on Jaguars.